I'm Jonathan Randall, and welcome to episode 60 of How You Like Me Now. We're really doing it! Thankfully, I've not yet been kicked out of the Lower East Side studio, and I am able to record big old episode 6-0. There are now 60 episodes of the How You Like Me Now podcast that people can use the things I've said against me in the future. Potential employers, future lovers, my family, and even my trolls. Yeah! I got trolls. I made it. I have regular trolls, though. I'm starting to think that at least two of them are the same person, but that's even more flattering that trolling me from one account wasn't enough and they had to go and create another. 60 feels somewhat significant to me right now. Last week, I shot past 60 Kofi members and got 70 monthly subscribers. I know, thanks to all my Kofi people who are helping to produce all these podcast episodes. I am also about to hit 60,000 followers on Instagram and I'm about to turn 60. Okay, maybe that last part isn't true or is it? Thanks to everyone who has been tuning in and supporting me. I really appreciate it and know that together we can make the world a better place. And boy, does it need our help. After a drone killed three U.S. soldiers in Jordan, it feels like we keep inching closer to a war with Iran. Death for us, more money for weapons manufacturers. Greed is God. And the United States' determination to meddle in the Middle East has made warmongers rich. Speaking of warmongering, have you heard of the Iron Sting? It's not Tony Stark's latest world-saving weapon, but it is one of the most efficient and precise mortars on the market today. Any country, that's any country, is buying one. They are made by Israeli military contractor Elbit Systems and have been used to kill and displace thousands of Palestinians. So just imagine how many people you can hurt with them. Killing machines made by Israelis tested on Palestinians. Just one of the many Israeli weapons available for a price and your undying allegiance. Israel sells drones, weapons, and surveillance equipment to 130 countries, raking in over $12.5 billion in 2022 alone. It's the largest exporter of military drones, and I'll let you guess where and who they have been tested on for years. According to Amnesty International, these Israeli companies export weapons in secrecy to avoid international monitoring and have sold weapons to more than one murderous regime. Takes one to no one. I mean, if you're trying to oppress, occupy, or dehumanize, you gotta buy your weapons from the country that has been doing it for years. They are so arrogant about it that they're probably using being accused of genocide by South Africa at the ICJ as an example of how amazing their weapons are. For me, the Jewish state being involved in weaponizing the world is a horribly bad look for Judaism and does not reflect its values. We are supposed to be a light to the nations, not sell them the weapons that'll send them spiraling into darkness. We are meant to bestow kindness on the world, 
not the instruments of death. We are here to repair the world, not profit from destroying it. Zionism has corrupted Judaism, and blind support for Israel has helped turn them into an arms dealer masquerading as the victim. Yes, anti-Semitism is real, but being hated doesn't give us Jews the right to fuel hatred and division worldwide. There are multiple Israeli companies the U.S. considers a national security threat because of how they have used their spyware. We don't need the Jews are listening to everything to be our next big anti-Semitic stereotype. We need to differentiate what we dreamed Israel could be and what it has become. An apartheid run by racist fascists carrying out a genocide all while developing violent and oppressive weapons it sells to the world. I am Yisrael Chai. I know Israel is always saying that it goes out of its way to not kill civilians, but it sure kills a hell of a lot of them. Women, children, men who aren't members of Hamas. Not only Palestinians, they kill their own people too. These days, anyone at Gaza is at risk. Even if you're waving a white flag, the universal symbol of surrender. Israel will kill you and say that it had to because it's a Hamas trick where they wave a white flag to get your guard down and once it is, they kill every Jew in the world. For as many times as Israel says they don't target civilians, there's even more evidence that they do, including a video of Israeli forces killing a Palestinian waving a white flag who is clearly not a threat. Israel says it's investigating possible wrongdoing by its soldiers. I'm sure it's putting its best detective on that case. Wrongdoing? Considering Israel's track record, I'd say killing unarmed Palestinians seems more like their rules of engagement. Let's talk UNRWA, the United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestine Refugees in the Near East. Yeah, it's a mouthful. The UN established it in 1949 to help and protect Palestinian refugees that were forced from their homes during the creation of Israel. Something Israel has lied about and will accuse you of anti-Semitism for even mentioning. So as you could imagine, Israel has never been a big fan of UNRWA. It operates in the West Bank, Gaza, Jordan, Lebanon, and Syria, and is funded almost entirely by voluntary contributions. Israel claims that 12 UNRWA employees were involved in the October 7th attack or its aftermath from handing out ammunition to doing the actual kidnapping. Now, nine people have already been fired from UNRWA, and two are dead, and one is my guest here today. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was stupid. I'm just being an idiot. So because of these accusations, several countries, which are basically the agency's biggest donors, have suspended life-saving humanitarian aid. As of yet, Israel's allegations have not been corroborated, and of course, anything coming out of Israel needs to be expertly verified and then some with a cherry on top. This reminds me of when Israel accused several Palestinian human rights organizations of being terrorist groups, raiding their offices, and shutting them down without providing any evidence 
because there wasn't any, according to U.S. intelligence and nine EU countries. This is just the latest instance of Israel using claims of counterterrorism to limit human rights and humanitarian work for the Palestinians. After all, eliminating Palestinian society is like Zionism's dirty little not-so-secret. Because of the alleged actions of 12 employees, UNRWA is at risk of having to suspend crucial services that the people of Gaza depend on and need now more than ever. UNRWA has over 30,000 employees, 13,000 in Gaza. At least 152 of them have been killed there. Meanwhile, despite over millions being displaced, thousands being killed, countless instances of settler violence, and a genocide case on the world stage, none of the countries that suspended aid for the people of Gaza have suspended aid to Israel. And they aren't the ones experiencing a humanitarian crisis. They are the ones creating it. Follow me across social media at Jonathan Randall. Be sure to check out the End the Occupation Etsy store where 60% of all of the profits go to help the Freedom Theater in the Janine Refugee Camp and the Mercy Corps, which helps Palestinians in the West Bank and Gaza. If you like my work and want to support my content, please do so at ko-fi.com slash Jonathan Randall. I'll put the link in the description. And a super thanks to everybody who has already supported me there and become a member. I appreciate you. Well, we did it, everybody. Episode 60, which is actually a pretty big accomplishment considering that 90% of podcasts don't make it past episode 3 and 90% of those that do don't make it past episode 10. I'm not going to do the math right now to try to figure out what percentage that makes me, but I feel really good about it no matter what it is. I am extremely grateful to everybody who has supported me and the podcast. It may not be a huge success yet, but I believe what really matters is trying, creating, and having grit. If you give up because something isn't a huge success, then how can it ever become one? I'm Jonathan Randall. How you like me now?